0: Welcome to episode 5 of the Smart Money podcast presented by GNF Financial Group, empowering your life beyond banking. I'm Robin Larson and we have Greg Nakano joining us today. Greg is a financial planner with GNF's Wealth Management and Credential Securities team. Welcome, Greg. Thank you for having me. Today we're talking about tax-efficient investing. We'll discuss what tax-efficient investing is, go over some specific products that allow for tax-efficient growth, and finally, we'll cover some key takeaways to get you started with this type of investment strategy. Greg, can you start us off by explaining what tax-efficient investing is?
1: Of course. To start and clarify, when I am referring to tax-efficient investing, I am speaking about your investments and investment income outside of a registered plan. That is, speaking about your investments not in a tax-free savings account, a TFSA, a Registered Education Savings Plan, RESP, or a Registered Retirement Savings Plan, RRSP. These registered plans allow you to defer taxes or in the case of a TFSA account, which allows investors to earn investment income tax-free. Tax-efficient investing is about your investments in a non-registered account or plan and ensuring you are maximizing your growth and minimizing the amount you're paying back in taxes. So simply put, Tax efficiency measures how much of an investment's return is left over after taxes are paid.
0: Thanks for clarifying that, Greg. Can you give us a quick rundown of how taxes work in relation to different types of investment
1: returns? Sure. Let's go through three of the more common investment return types and how they're impacted by taxes. We have interest income, dividends, and capital gains.
0: Okay, so how does interest income work when it comes to taxes?
1: Interest income from products like bonds and GICs are taxed like any other earned income. So let's say you deposit $100 into a GIC at 5% interest. At the end of one year, you'll have to declare 100% of that $5 you earned. Also bear in mind that interest income is taxed every year regardless of whether it has been withdrawn. At a marginal tax rate of 35%, the tax on $5 in interest is $1.75, $1.75. Finally, you can consider each dollar of interest to be taxed at your marginal income tax rate, since it is income earned in addition to your regular income. In this respect, interest income is the least favorable type of investment income for tax purposes.
0: Okay, so explain to me about dividends. I never was really sure how they work.
1: Dividends, of course, are profits that are paid out by companies to their shareholders or investors. Assuming the dividend is from a Canadian company, when an investor receives a dividend, they will need to gross up their dividend for the purposes of their tax reporting, and then they will receive a dividend tax credit. This sounds complicated, but at the end of the day, when compared to interest income, dividend income typically has a more favorable tax treatment. As a point of interest, dividends from American companies are tax-like interest income at your marginal tax rate.
0: Okay, so then the third category is... Um, capital gains, is that correct?
1: Yes, it is. When investments in equity instruments and bond market values appreciate, this is called a capital gain. A capital gain is only recognized when you sell the investment. These are even more tax efficient than interest income and dividends because you only need to pay 50% of capital gains when you sell. And if you had an investment that depreciated and recognizes capital loss, you have an opportunity to offset this against future capital gains thereby offsetting future tax liabilities. I know this sounds complex, but you don't have to figure it out on your own. The key thing to remember is that not all income is taxed the same, and a financial specialist can help guide you into understanding how to maximize your portfolio and to minimize your investment tax burden.
0: Thanks, Greg. That's a lot of information. But it's good to know that not all investments are created equally when it comes to taxes.
1: Absolutely. Another important strategy in tax-efficient investing is a concept called return of capital.
0: Ooh, return of capital. Can you explain what that is?
1: Of course, return of capital involves returning your own invested capital. And since it was your original investment, it doesn't have any tax implications.
0: I like the sound of that. How does that work?
1: Great question. With return of capital, it is a technique to defer taxes as you delay withdrawing your investment income until the original investment is depleted. This type of strategy is available for people that invest in a corporate class mutual fund.
0: What is a corporate class mutual fund?
1: For sure. There are two types of mutual funds. A trust, which is a single fund with a sole investment goal, and a corporation, which is a collection of funds, each with its own specific investment direction. Think of mutual fund corporations as a single house with many different rooms. There are many benefits associated with mutual funds, but an additional benefit of corporate class mutual funds is the portfolio manager can manage taxable income and deductions generated by all the funds within the corporation or corporate class mutual fund, Meaning that any losses incurred in one fund area can be used to offset taxable gains in another fund. Another benefit of corporate class mutual funds is for the most part, income is deferred until you sell the fund and is taxed as a capital gain.
0: How does that help me reach my investment goals?
1: Usually when saving in a non-registered trust mutual fund, you have taxable events each year. But with a corporate class, the goal is to defer the taxable events until you sell the mutual fund. This means that more of your money stays invested and has more opportunity to grow. Then when you eventually liquidate the corporate class mutual fund, the investment gains are recognized as a capital gain, which has the most favorable tax treatment.
0: Wow, that sounds great. But wait a minute, doesn't that mean I have a large tax bill when I take the money out of the fund?
1: That's a great question. Actually, this is when the concept of return of capital is important. With a corporate class mutual fund, it is really effective if you take withdrawals as an income stream and further defer taxes. The first funds you start to take out is the original capital, the return of capital. As we talked about, this is your original investment, so it's not taxed at all. This is great for retirees because it will not impact government benefits that are income tested such as old age security. Eventually, you will withdraw your original investment, and when this happens, you can start to withdraw the investment income. This income stream, of course, will be tax efficient as it is recognized as capital gains.
0: Can you give me an example? That's a lot of information.
1: Sure, here's a simple example. Let's say you want an income stream of 6% annually, and you have $100,000 in a fund. Let's say the fund also earns 6% a year to keep the math simple. Your income would then be $500 a month, or $6,000 a year. This amount withdrawn will be the return of capital to start, so it will not be taxed. But as you take capital out, the adjusted cost base of your investment will decrease by $500 a month, but your asset value will not change because we assume the fund also earns 6%. After 5 years, the adjusted cost base of your mutual fund would have decreased by $70,000. $100,000 less 5 years of $6,000 a year. So now if you withdrew all the funding, you would realize a capital gain of $30,000. The adjusted cost base now is $70,000, and the original investment was $100,000. Like other capital gains, you would only include 50% of this capital gain in your taxes in the year which you withdrew.
0: Wow, this sounds great. What type of investors are best suited for corporate class mutual funds?
1: While mutual funds tend to be a good bet for the majority of investors who are willing to accept some volatility in the exchange for potentially higher returns, specifically corporate-class mutual funds are ideal for investors investing outside of registered accounts, concerned about taxes, or want to set up a tax-efficient income stream in the future.
0: Thank you so much, Greg, for this interesting and informative discussion. I know we covered a lot today, but do you have three takeaways for our listeners?
1: Sure. First of all, it is important to remember that tax-efficient investments aren't the same as tax-free investments. Tax-efficient investments can't help you avoid taxes altogether, but they can help you reduce your tax burden. Second, corporate-class mutual funds tend to be a smart investment choice for investors who are looking to add tax-efficient investments to their portfolio. These are great for investors investing outside of an RSP or a TFSA, concerned about taxes or want an income stream in the future. Third, Get advice. Navigating the world of tax-efficient investments can be complicated, and if you're thinking about diversifying your portfolio to incorporate these types of investments, it makes sense to sit down with a financial professional who can give you a personalized recommendation based on your unique financial and investment goals. If you're interested in learning more about how GNF can get you started with tax-efficient investments, please connect with me or one of my credential investment experts at 604-419-8888. We also have information about personal and business investing on our website at gffg.com forward slash invest.
0: Thank you again, Greg, for this great discussion. And thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll be back soon with our next Smart Money podcast. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal investment advice or solicitation to buy or sell any mutual funds and other securities. The information provided was obtained from sources believed to be reliable. However, we cannot guarantee that it is accurate or complete. We are not tax advisors and we recommend members seek independent advice from a tax advisor on tax-related matters. Please speak to your financial representative before making any investment planning decisions or implementing any strategies. Mutual funds and other securities are offered through Credential Security, Inc. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. Unless otherwise stated, mutual funds and other securities are not insured nor guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. Credential Securities, Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund.